Apple's big far out event is coming and what can we expect to see? We know we'll see the iPhone 14, but what else? New Apple Watches? How about an update to the AirPods Pro? We're talking about the upcoming far out event in this episode of the Macworld Podcast. Stick around. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Jason Cross. Good morning. And Michael Simon. Hello, sir. So Wednesday, September 7th is the big day. We expect to see the iPhone 14 in an event that you can watch online on Apple.com and various other ways. Last week's show was dedicated to previewing the iPhone 14. So we're going to use this week's show to talk about what else we could see at the event that's being dubbed Far Out. Can we talk about Far Out for a second? Because I kind of hate it. <laughs> <laughs> this is also the the return to a live event. There's actually inviting people to the Steve Jobs Theater. There's going to be a live presentation. We don't know how much of it is pre-recorded versus live and stuff, but it's it is a return to butts and seats. Yeah, it, it seems as though it's going to be like it's a bit nebulous, but it seems as though like it's going to be an actual stage event, maybe with some video interludes and stuff. Did Apple actually say that, or is it going to be similar to like what happened at WWDC, where they invited all these people? Yeah, it, it's not totally clear, but it seems to be more than that. Because WWDC, they said, like, come and gather and watch the stream. Like, that's not what this is. Like, they were invited to the Steve Jobs Theater for the event. At WWDC, first of all, they had they had some people there for the week anyway. But also, that was like, they had them watch it at a big screen out in the middle of Apple Park outside. And this is people are going to the theater, which is where... which. A, holds a lot fewer people. So if they were just going to have people watch the stream, why would they do this? But it's also, you know, has all the good sound and production equipment and stuff for them to film these things and stream it out. So, yeah, it would seem to be that they're going to stream it out. My my guess is that they're going to have video produced segments for each like main product and then back to on stage for the transitions and the just – to talk about like when they talk about top line specs and stuff, you know, we'll see. Maybe they'll be back the exactly same way it used to be years ago where they just outside of a couple of slick marketing videos that look like commercials. It's it's all on stage with slides. Who knows? There haven't really been any, like usually Mark Gurman has the lowdown on this with but he hasn't even really chimed in as far as what this is going to be. He previously said it was going to be uh, virtual. And now it's clearly not. It's just it's it's very not clear what if you go to this thing, what you're gonna like, what what you're getting, what what's who's gonna be there, what it's gonna be like. Like is Tim Cook gonna be there? Is is Phil Schiller gonna? Not, no, he's not even with the company anymore. Whoever it is, Craig Craig Frederici, whoever it is, um, we don't know what they're gonna do, what it's gonna be like. So it's it'll be interesting to watch. That's for sure. So basically, Apple's working on Labor Day because they have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the two days before. I mean, you know, it was rumored about two weeks ago, three weeks ago that it was going to be on the 7th. And it's just odd to have it that week. You know, usually Apple does it the following week after people are, you know, recovering from the week. Kids are back in school. The fall is, you know, rolling. Yeah, it all has to do with the timing of when they're ready to ship the iPhone. Because we expect this year, just like every year, your pre-orders will go up to Friday. Product will ship the following Friday. We went to greater detail about the possible iPhone 14 last week. So if you want to get details on 
that listen to last week's show. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to uh, talk about the yeah. iPhone 14 at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, we spent a whole show talking about it last time. So just just quick on the iPhone 14. So the the, the far out thing, which you know. Oh right, we want to talk about the yeah. tagline is far out, and the logo is a bunch of stars in the Apple logo, shaped like the Apple logo. So first of all, next year should have been far out because that's when you're supposed to get that periscope zoom lens, which is a perfect tagline for that. And that this year you're not getting that, which which bothers me. And it's also, it's it's like it's like perfectly vague where it could have applied to like a million different things. Like like last year's- it's Just was, like high speed was, yes. you know? Like, right. Eh, eh, yeah. right. Apple has mastered the art of being like, you know, enticing yet yet not specific, and it's just it drives me nuts how how good they are at that. <laughs> my my guess is that this has to do with the the camera system of the the iPhone 14 is probably going to be capable of much better zoom. They probably have a lot of between AI and having a lot more pixels to work with. Uh, they're they're going to have like really good zoom, really good like night shots, maybe some AI specific to taking like you know night sky photography and stuff like that. Yeah, that that's the best guess. That astrophotography, as they call it, uh, Google's been doing it for years. Uh, Samsung too, with you know varying results, and you have to like put it on a tripod and make sure you have the right conditions. And you know you can get some really good shots. Curious to see what Apple does. This was actually rumored for the iPhone 13, and it didn't arrive. So they've been working on it for a little bit. But that I mean that's that's what makes the most sense is that they're going to really hype. That feature where you can just pick up your iPhone, bundle it into the sky, and take a really good shot of stars. I just don't know. I mean, yeah. we'll see what that looks like. That's probably what far out means, though. But yeah, among among the things that it means, yeah, yeah, and also this these rumors that now that there's satellite connectivity. So when you don't have four G, five G connection, mm-hmm. which you know it does happen. I I recently took a trip to Pennsylvania, and there are parts where I was just dead. And I said, like, like if I, my car broke down, like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> like, there's just, there's no service. So, to be clear, this is, it would not be satellite data connectivity. You're not going to be able to load maps and all this stuff. It's emergency texting was all the rumor ever was. So, don't, ex- it's, it's more like I'm lost out on a hiking trail or something and I can get a hold of somebody in an emergency. It's not, uh, and it may not even be like I can text anybody. It may be like I can literally text emergency services. Which would still be a, you know, something of a game-changing feature because there are, you know, large portions of the U.S. and the world where you just don't have service. It would, it would kind of fit into line of of Apple's whole like messaging with, with you know, Apple Watch saving your life, the SOS stuff. Like it's all part of that. Mm-hmm. And it would, it would be a, it would be a, a, a useful feature that hopefully you would never use, but when you did, it would be good to have. It's also dependent on carriers, of course. You know, like they all have to be on board Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile. Like they all have to implement it. Potentially, it depends on what they do, how how emergency satellite connectivity is is even handled for them. Like, you know, it could be like when you get on this, this band, it's something separate. They are doing something similar with SpaceX's Starlink stuff. Their next-gen satellites will provide mid-band 5G down to the ground that it's not fast. It's not going to be, it's something like two to four megabits total for an entire cell's worth of coverage or something. But T-Mobile's teaming up with them to provide coverage and it's just for texting at, at first. It'll eventually be enough for voice. So again, not data. You're not going to stream music. This isn't your solution for full 
cellular connectivity, but it does mean that if you're out in the wilds or way out in a farm or whatever, where you just don't have service and you can't reach somebody, you can, you know, have service that's almost as good as being on a plane, <laughs> you know? Uh, T-Mobile, they just announced that this week, which is interesting timing. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have some suspicion that it might be related to that because that's now that's now you're not talking about working on different frequencies, different antennas, all this stuff. The same stuff that works for the mid-band sub-6 uh, network uh, frequencies for 5G is what we're talking about here. Yeah, there, there shouldn't be an extra charge or anything, but who, who knows? <laughs> but there shouldn't be. It should just be part of whatever service you have. If, if you have Well, I just mean in terms of designing the phone. They don't have to incorporate stuff that they don't already do for 5G. It's the same frequencies. It's the same technology, same antenna designs, everything. It's really just being able to tune into the whatever SpaceX's you know frequency bands aren't going to be. This was also another thing that was rumored for the iPhone 13 that didn't come to pass. So they've also been working on this for a little bit. And it's also rumored to come to the Apple Watch. Well, at least the Apple Watch Pro. And the other models, I, I, I could be weird to tie that to one model, but you know, I guess we'll have to see about that. That may have to do with things like size and battery and who knows what. Because the Apple Watch does not have 5G at the moment. It has still LTE, but that shouldn't matter, right, Jason? Like it would still work over LTE. Like does that matter? Does it have to be 5G? The stuff they're putting on SpaceX's satellites is just 5G, but in terms of not being able to support it, no, uh, it's fine because this is all the sub six. It's the same frequency bands as LTE is. You, you, they could do it. So yeah, Apple Watch, uh, Apple Watch Pro, which is that's the rumored. It's a one point nine nine inches, just just a little under two inches, forty seven or fifty millimeters. However, that works out. Uh, rumored to be the one more thing announcement, which they haven't used in a while. So if that's if that's true, if they do put it in that spot, this is a big deal for Apple. Like there, that's a that's a. That's a highlight spot. Like iPhone 10 was a one more thing. The Apple Watch itself was a one more thing. So like they're they're really uh, putting emphasis on it if that's if that's where it is going to be. It to me does not feel like a one more thing. Like doing a new size of a product line you've had for years and years is such not a one more thing. But they also did one more thing for was it Apple Music it or was. something? That like, was and it was like a twenty minute. A 20 or it was minute like demo. iTunes was Connect. Or something. Yes. There was one that was like really low yep. key. ITunes, iTunes Match is the one I think you think iTunes Match uh, back in the day. Uh, yeah, so right, right they're they're not all home runs. <laughs> they're not all well, and they're just not all like new product line things. Like you know that, but that's a good segue into what we want to talk about, which is the not iPhone stuff that they could announce. And Apple Watch Series 8 is expected to be very much like Apple Watch Series 7, except possibly a flatter front um, and uh, possibly a temperature sensor, Mm -hmm. Um, uh, skin temperature, not like atmospheric temperature sensor um, that they say it's not going to give you like, here's what your body temp is, because it's really hard to do that on your wrist accurately. Um, it's going to be more like your body temperature is trending upward, and it's and that can and or trending downward. It's going to be like trends, and that's especially good for women tracking fertility. Um, and it's also good indications that maybe you're getting sick or something. But it, then then you go take your actual temperature with a real, real thermometer, your actually core body temperature. Those are 
the things like the processor stuff like that are expected to be they'll call it a new processor but it's everyone's saying like it's going to be the same thing they had le- this year which is the same thing they had last year which is yeah. you know s6 wrapped in an s8 uh name yeah and that's fine they don't really need things to go faster they just need better battery life which i don't think has to do with the processor as much as other stuff size size of the battery and what it's contained. size of the battery display how much stuff they're turning on there's some software stuff and it might have hardware to do with it too rumored where they're going to have low power mode which exists now turns your watch into just a dumb watch like just like the time and that's all you get now low power mode will provide a little bit more feature mm-hmm. maybe probably like or something maybe step counting or maybe your notifications pop up yeah it's just not going to be all of your heart rate, and like you running apps and all the other full stuff that you do all the time. Low power mode gets you a lot more battery life. Yeah, on some on some Android or Wear OS watches, like you can get like days out of it because it really shuts down like a lot of what current yeah current Apple watches like that. It's it's when you put it in low power mode, you can be down to like ten percent and put it in low power mode. And that 10% will last you hours and hours, like in like a whole day because it's a watch It now. It's, it's a clock. That, I guess, would be just for the new watches. It doesn't seem like it needs to be a feature for the Series 8, but I guess I guess that's the rumor is that – so they already previewed WatchOS 9 and that wasn't part of it unless it's like a surprise thing and it's like, oh, well, it's also coming to the old watches, which they could do and they have done in the past. Um, it's that's a series eight feature, but as Jason said, 41, 40, 45 millimeter sizes, similar colors. They're saying maybe a different shade of red, maybe a different shade of blue, but, um, honestly, the colors are kind of incidental because you see so little of it on your watch anyway, when, it, when, it, when, when you're wearing it. Yeah. I, to me, it matters almost more than the phone because everyone puts a case on their phone and nobody puts a case on their watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I mean, th- that's true, but you don't, you don't really see the color because mo- it's mostly display, but yeah, sure. You do see the sides of it. Um, but yeah, not much in the way of new features at all from what we're reading, which is surprising because we the Series 7 wasn't much in the way of new features either other than a slightly larger screen. Yeah, that was even less. This one, at least if the rumors are true, there'll be the temperature sensor, which is at least something. Like the Series 7 was the Series 6S. It's yeah, not one, one millimeter more of screen. Yeah, something. Yeah, they just made the screen like slightly go into the curve. You know, and that that sort of flatter design is is rumored to be maybe that'll be on all the Series Eights, maybe just that new big model, which will be Pro or Sport or some whatever they call the new big one. Yeah, Pro Pro is the prevailing rumor, but yeah, the big Apple Watch is already too big for my wrist. I already used the small one. The big one looks kind of ridiculous. This uh, this one, it's like a bangle bracer or something like what am i doing it's a pit yeah, boy I mean, there, like, there is a market for those massive massive watches like invictus and citizen like they make huge watches so people do like them but this one yeah i agree with jason no way would i put this on my wrist this is not for me especially if i want to do sleep tracking or something like that i can't imagine it, it would not surprise me if there was at least some market for People who don't necessarily have huge wrists, but want a huge Apple Watch, and for for fashion, for the for the to be seen with this big old Apple Watch on, I just don't know how big the market is for. I mean, obviously, if Apple is going to do it, and we don't know anything till they get on stage, they have done their homework and they have an idea how well this is going to sell. Yeah, presumably. Although the the iPhone Mini was 
a bust from what we read. So they don't. They still sold tens of millions. I mean, it's not like they didn't sell them. It's not like they don't sell. It's just it's the lowest selling right proportion. Yeah, proportion of the models. Right, relative to the iPhone line, in 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 terms of mobile phones in general, it's a yeah. I mean, it still outsells any individual like Samsung phone (laughs) or something, like ten million a quarter or whatever. It's supposed to be at least nine hundred dollars. You know. Based on the the material, titanium, the size, a little bit bigger, the stuff that's inside it. Um, Outside of the size, I'm very curious how they're going to differentiate it, like in terms of features or specs or something like that, like how much more rugged it will be, more waterproof, more scratch resistant, longer battery life. Like what are they going to do to make this not just bigger? That, well, all those things that you just said, those are all been kind of floated around as possibilities, but it's it's all not very specific yet as far as what it's going to be. But um, yeah, longer battery life definitely in, in, in play. It's been called rugged for like a year now since we've heard these rumors. Mm-hmm. So, so, But I mean, <laughs> the Apple Watch now is pretty good. It, you can get it in titanium and stainless steel and the, the glass is pretty solid. So I don't know what more they would do there. So we'll we'll have to see, but it's going to be expensive. That's there's no question about that. Yeah, no question. Yeah, I mean that Series Eight will probably start at four hundred, like always four and five hundred, and then an extra hundred dollars for the uh, GPS. Uh, I'm sorry for the cellular. This one is probably going to be nine, maybe maybe even start at a thousand. Like kind of like the edition one, like the, the like the edition now. Speaking of pricing, there we do expect probably an update to the Apple Watch SE. Yes. Uh, which I guess would be pretty much an Apple Watch Series Five at this point. Yeah, yeah, with the always on display, basically, basically adding that. Yeah, basically adding always on display and moving the processor from an S four to an S five, maybe, mm-hmm. or does it already have an S five? It. I mean, I don't know. But that's a good way to go, especially if it has the always on display. Like you don't lose a lot with the Apple Watch SE. No, right now the only, the main thing is the always on display. Like that's the only, that's the main hang up at the moment. ECG, if you care Maybe about that, if you care about that's it. the other sure. thing. Sure. And the blood the, the blood oxygen, but it's probably not going to get that. That's that's too new of a sensor. It's also, but it's not super expensive. But so blood oxygen, ECG, always on display. That's why you, those are the things you kind of miss out on the SE. The real important stuff, the stuff that makes Apple Watch Apple Watch really like you get, <laughs> and it's. Much more affordable. Yeah, yeah, it's two hundred eighty bucks now, which is is, is that's not the cheapest watch. The cheapest is the one ninety nine Series Three, which we assume is going away because it's not being updated to iWatch OS nine, and it would be real criminal if Apple sells a watch that is on an old operating system. They shouldn't sell it now. It's yeah, we're we're all like, Yeesh. yeah, don't buy that. So the question is, do they lower the price of the SE? Did they lower their price? This is Apple. (laughs) Could not lower the price. We're lucky if they don't raise the price. (laughs) Yeah, so it probably stays at two seventy nine. Maybe maybe goes to two ninety nine. Two forty nine, I think, would be a nice. If it was to go down to there, would be a nice um, entry level price, particularly for what you're what you're rumored to get. Uh, By the way, just to circle back, uh, it does have an S five chip, so it would go to the S six. And if it gets an S six, that's basically the same as the one that you have now. S6 to S8 is, is, for all intents and purposes, the same chip. Yeah, it's not very different. It, it could keep the S5, though. 
and just add the always on display or something. The other question is, do they keep the, the so does the current SE slide down to 199 and the new SE go to 279? They could do that too. They've never done that, right? They never kept a second SE around though. Well, this is the first one. They don't do it for the iPhone, but this is the first Apple one. They haven't updated it. They never did it. So It would basically fill the slot of the Series 3. Right. I hope not. There's too many Apple products as it is. Yeah. And they're adding another watch on the top of the stack. So they, they, there's eight current Apple watches to buy. Like, no, we don't need this. Like, uh, Also, some rumors that that Pro model may or may not fit the older Benz because it's bigger. There's conflicting rumors. So first it said that it wasn't, and then German said that it would, but they might they might look funky and some might not work. As it stands, basically every band ever made fits every watch ever made, with a couple exceptions. Those solo loops, for whatever reason, don't work on three years earlier. I'm not sure why. But like 95% of the, probably more, probably 98% of the watch bands ever made, from the original to the Series 7, they all, they all work. Yeah. So the big the big pro one would have its own watch band size. Yeah, which kind of makes sense because it's it's that much bigger. And they're also saying that design design might be a little bit different, might be flatter. Mm-hmm. And the series eight might still be curved, but we're not sure about that either. But yeah, so the Apple Watch um, lineup is expanding to at least one model, possibly two, and you know we'll see what that looks like. But it, it's it's a pretty big big year for the Apple Watch. That's like the 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 most significant update that we've ever had usually it's just you know a small update and maybe a new size or whatever it is so um a new since model. the four the four was like the big change where they went away from the the screen being yeah big design change where the screen was like much bigger and had rounded corners because it pushed into the bezels and then it also had a lot of feature changes the sensors got a complete overhaul they get all these Things, even the things like the gyroscope and accelerometers that they had were these new generation ones that was much more sensitive and that let them do things like the fall detection and all that other stuff. Like there was a big leap at four and it's been pretty incremental since then. This is, this would be this new big model, depending on what the features are. Like if it's not just large, (laughs) then could be the next big change. So to go along with your Apple Watch, well, not necessarily your Apple Watch, to go along with your new iPhone 14, you might be able to get new AirPods yeah, Pro. AirPods go with the Apple Watch, too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can you can pair them straight to your Apple sure. Watch. Yeah, they've been, these have been rumored for like two years. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Maybe longer. I mean, we're now at the point where people, most of the rumor mill that, that follows supply chain stuff is like, yes, it's definitely going into production in the second half of this year. But we also haven't seen like spy photos and stuff like that like we do get of other things. We don't get those really of Apple Watch, but we get those of iPhone bits and stuff like that. It could be now. It could be later in the year. I think it will happen this year. AirPods Pro is – is it three years old now? Uh, yeah. I think so, yeah. It's three years old. So, it's time, time for a new generation of AirPods Pro and – and the rumors are all over the place. They have stems. They don't have stems. Better sound quality, different network, like different wireless capabilities. You know, there's there's a new thing called LE Audio, which is taking Bluetooth LE, which has just been for data for for other data networking. All the all the yeah. audio stuff that happens over Bluetooth. You you may have a Bluetooth five like a uh, pair of headphones or something like that. 
at best they're sending like the battery charge information over Bluetooth LE. Like all audio stuff happens over like Bluetooth 2.1's ancient audio stack. So there's a new audio stack that uses Bluetooth LE. It's brand new. There's nothing out there that really supports it. There's the latest Android OS supports it uh, on some of the phones, but like in terms of headphones and stuff, so this may be one of the first LE audio supporting headphones. People have talked about new fitness features, but can't really say what they are. <laughs> like all kinds of stuff. We have no idea what these things are really going to be. If it's based on LE, does that limit uh, the compatible iPhones that it can be used with? There's no way that they would make it only use LE audio. Like, and no, nobody else is going to do that either. It, it'll always fall back to regular Bluetooth audio um, if you don't have it. But support for Bluetooth 5.5.2. I think it needs 5.1, but most are 5.2 for, for LE audio and stuff is not in the current iPhones. So to get whatever advantages they would have, they'd be talking about, you would need an iPhone 14. And then all your Mac and all that other stuff would, you know, eventually future Macs that ship with Bluetooth 5.1 or, or better. Um, so yeah, it would be like future proofing. You know, for some of this stuff, but some of the things in the LE audio sort of spec and everything, and they're not all required. Some are optional and stuff are really amazing. Like multiple connecting to multiple devices simultaneously connecting to like, so right now you get that easy user switching between your Mac and your iPhone or your iPad, right? Mm -hmm. If they're all signed into the same iCloud account, but really it has to like disconnect and reconnect to this other thing. Like imagine just being simultaneously connected to both. And it's just essentially paying attention to the audio stream from one or the other. And it could just switch and it would it'd be switching in a fraction of a second. It would just boom. Right. Or even hearing both at the same time, <laughs> uh, multiple letting your iPhone connect to multiple people simultaneously. They'd, they'd, they do some tricks to get to now, but you could do more than that. There's some cool broadcast stuff. Like imagine going to an airport gate or your gym or something like that. And you pull up your iPhone and there's like a list of Bluetooth channels to join. And you could join one to hear TV number four at your gym or hear the gate announcements or whatever. And everybody in the area can do that. Just dozens of people can join a Bluetooth channel. And, and get that broadcast and stuff. So lots of really awesome stuff in LE Audio. It's brand spanking new. I, it'd be pretty neat if Apple was on the tip of the spear for that. Is um the, So there have been rumors that the AirPods program is about lossless audio. Is that tied into that? Uh, there is no lossless audio spec for Bluetooth audio, including LE Audio. Oh, okay. So it would um, have to be its own thing. It would have to be its own thing, and it's pointless. There is well, pointless. The, the amount of except for the marketing that goes along with it. <laughs> sure, yeah. um, and but but you can market your way around that anyway. You could just say, you know, they're going to say it plays Apple lossless tracks, but it's still going to compress it into a lossy format before it sends it to your headphones, right? Like it's <laughs> to just skip over that part. Um, there is a new. Minimum required codec for LE audio. 
called LC3. The current required codec, all Bluetooth stuff has to have is called SBC and it's trash. Like in modern terms, it's worse than MP3. It's worse than everything. You know, it's, it's a bad codec, but you can use, you can optionally use whatever like codec you want. And Apple uses AAC for streaming to its headphones and for its headphones to decode. And then a lot of the Android stuff uses other AppDex's Qualcomm's thing. Yeah. Sony's got Sony one. Yeah. Sony's got one that they kind of call call lossless, but it's not. It's like this variable bitrate, high quality thing that does twenty four ninety six, but it's lossy, and you would never know. It's better than your headphones are. It's <laughs> so. But LC3 is like a replacement for SBC. It's the, everyone's got to support it codec and it's really, really good. That would be nice, but that's not necessarily something you hang your hat on. Um, it should be noted that the original AirPods Pro in uh, October 2019, they came out at, with at, not at an event. It was just a update to the website on, uh, I don't know, what whatever date it was. It was, it was late October. Mm. And it wasn't a Mac event or an iPhone. It just was there. Same thing with AirPods Max. Uh, same thing with, with second-gen AirPods. So, like, we expect them at the iPhone event. Apple does whatever the hell it wants to do with AirPods. <laughs> so, last year, this third-gen came out at the Mac event. So, it, they, they might not make an appearance here. We don't know. Uh, Apple, and still come out soon. Yeah, right. right? And still yeah. come out before the end of the year, before the holiday season. So, yes, they're definitely rumored heavily to come out some point in the next like what four to forty eight four to eight weeks but maybe at the iphone event maybe not it they seem to be related you know most to the iphone but that's not how apple usually releases in fact i don't know if apple's ever released an airpods next to uh, well maybe the original airpods i think they came out actually at the at, at the iphone 7 event when apple ditched the headphone jack the main reason for doing it would be if they support some LE audio features and they wouldn't call it that Apple would give everything its own branding name. But if they support some features that basically require that LE audio stack and the new iPhone support that, then the whole point would be to say like, these do all these great things that you're used to with AirPods, but with the new iPhone, they do these even other cooler things, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. And the, the design is like literally all over the place because for, yeah. for like over a year, we expected them to be like the like the Beats Fit Pro with no stems, fit flush in the ear. And then more recently, um, I think it was Ming-Chi Kuo, like, a, like a, 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 a solid source said like they're going to basically be AirPods with maybe slightly shorter stems, but still have the stems. So we don't know what to expect design-wise. Um and you know if it if they look the same, they're not going to be all that different. Like if you have a pair of AirPods Pro now, I don't think there's going to be a reason to rush out and upgrade. Sure, yeah. I mean, there's the rumors are you know of course better sound quality, better noise cancellation quality, uh, a new H2 headphone chip instead of the H1 to to provide these things. But again, yeah, it, it's really the reason to upgrade would be like, well, yeah, my AirPods Pro are three years old and the battery's not lasting so long anymore. <laughs> Oh, it's right. That could be sure. If you if you need if you if if they're if it's necessary, but if you bought one like I don't know January or you got one last Christmas or something like that, like they'll they'll be fine. I really wonder if they'll keep the first gen AirPods Pro around at a lower price 
Um, I, I, they typically haven't done that, but they did do that with the third gen AirPods. They kept the second gen AirPods around at a lower price. So yeah, it's, it remains to be seen if this is just going to be the new AirPods Pro second generation. This is what they are now, or if they're the second generation AirPods Pro and they just keep selling the first gen ones. Yeah, it, I mean, they would have to be quite a bit different to do that. Like if they're just like slightly better battery life and Bluetooth, I don't know if that's enough. Like the third gen and the second gen AirPods are, they're quite different. So yeah, they I, looked a lot different yeah. in terms of features. They're not, but you know, yeah. Yeah. Okay. They, they sound different and they look different, but yeah. you know, yep. And the price we assume 249, same as, same as the current one. I think they'll go up. Oh, 299. Or 279. Yeah. yeah. The the so the the third gen AirPods actually got like a technically a price cut because they were with for the for the wireless case the AirPods two with the wireless case was one ninety nine now they're one seventy nine but there's no wired version so the 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 whole thing costs more. There's no yeah non wireless charging case the the, yeah the wireless charging case does have a lightning jack you can charge it wirelessly. Wirely, with the wired connection. Just a wired case for about $50 less. Yeah. So it's like both a price increase because the (laughs) minimum price has gone up, but it's less than it used to be to get the AirPods with the wireless case. Right. Exactly. They kind of split the difference. The Pro has always had a wireless charging case. Um, And now there's one of the rumors is that the case will have a microphone in it. First of all, it'll have a little speaker in it, not to play music or anything, just to beep when you, for your, for your find my, um, which I think sounds like a great idea, but also it'll have a little mic in it that you can, that will be used for the hearing assistance features. Like you leave your case up by the TV speakers or something and, or on the other side of the table when you're out at a crowded restaurant and then you use the AirPods hearing assistance feature and it's, Picking up from close by, that'd be a cool thing. I like that idea. So the two AirPods are one twenty nine and one seventy nine. I could see Apple keeping the old AirPods Pro, dropping it to two twenty nine, and then mm-hmm. introducing the new ones at two seventy nine. Exactly for that same fifty dollar difference. Like if that happened, I I still don't think they need four different AirPods you can buy. Plus, plus the Max, right? But like four different earbud AirPods you can buy. But I would not, I would not be shocked if that happened, right? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, what else are we going to see? Are we going to see the AR VR headset? <sighs> see, that would be the other thing that might. The so, one like, more uh, thing. well, it fits far out, very, very nicely. I'll tell you that. Here's my argument for it. Anyways, um, we know that things like Macs and the Air and the iPads are coming, but that's going to be like an thing next month because we know the OSs are delayed, and that's typically what they do every year. They don't cram all that into the same thing, so those are out. The only other thing on the horizon is that people insist that the first version of whatever this Apple. AR, VR headset, mixed reality headset, glasses, whatever it ends up being, is going to ship in the first half of 2023. And 
Apple is known for when they release like a whole new category device like this for given a, a long lead time. Like it's like a sneak peek and there's no exact price or release date. It's like spring 23 and it's, you know, with no price on it. Um, and the rumors are all that the first one's going to be sort of a very limited production, high price thing for mostly developers, you know, um, and the, the broad consumer version is going to come later. Doesn't sound crazy for me to be the heat. It's a one more thing and it's announced and it's a, and they say spring next year and there's no price and it just That's makes exactly everybody super excited. Apple about. watch. That was a it's exactly what they did. The iPhone eight or something. I forget. Yep. Whatever. They did whatever that with the event was it, the Apple watch was a one more thing and it didn't yeah. ship until the following April. Mac Pro and Pro Display yep, was like that. That was a um, WDC and didn't ship till December. Yep. Um, iMac Pro was like that Home, too. HomePod. But that, was, that was a WWDC thing. Didn't ship till actually. Well, that was the following February because it was delayed. But that was that's also, right. It was, it was supposed to be the point. fall and it got delayed. Um, but that was a good example. Of that it was a consumer product, <laughs> not just like a big, huge ten thousand dollar Pro Mac, but a consumer product. And again, new category. We're going to announce it now because it's in our software that we're about to release to all the developers that, that they need to get going with it. And that would be the point of this is that, like you know, um, they would get out there and say, like, you know, start making AR kit stuff because that's the easiest transition to this and get, get the developers excited. And because it's just hard to keep everyone silent about it, right? It's hard to keep the whole supply chain quiet about Apple stuff forever. So they announced it early. People said, Hey, Apple car, Apple car is going to be announced in three years and ship in five. Like it's not, (laughs) if there's a car, it is not, we're not close on a car. Yeah. Well, cars, that's, that's not uncommon. Like cars, every car is like that. Yeah. Cars like years ahead of time. And by the time it comes out, it's often quite different than what we saw. Like, yeah. Even when they don't do a concept model, even when they're like, this is what it is. It's a year ahead. Because it takes that long to change up a factory. You have to make a whole, like the factory has to be made for the model of car you're making. It takes all months to retool it. Then you have months of training 10,000 factory workers. Your supply chain, you think the supply chain for an Apple Watch or iPhone is a lot of different suppliers? Easily 10x for any car. Like, <laughs> like so there's no there's no way they're keeping it any quiet which is why every car manufacturer is like here's the 2024 Ford whatever and it goes on sale next year. And so Apple that's that's the best they're going to do and we don't think there's a car coming next year. No. That would nobody be cool, nobody seriously that, believes that. Would that. Be a, that that would fit far out. If they that would be amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although I would, you know what I I think when it happens, it's not going to be at an iPhone event. No, I don't like think even so. if it's at some other, even if it's an event where they announce other things and it's a one more thing, it'll be something they can spend fifteen minutes going. Here's the new iPad, and like here's a whole car. I want the Apple <laughs> Car just to be like an update to the website on like a Monday morning. Like <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> yep. No event. You would people would be like, oh, it says Apple the Apple sites down. I wonder what they're doing. And then it would just come up and there'd be a car. <laughs> <laughs> Only $169,000.
<laughs> yeah, that, that's one thing we know for sure is that mon- uh, uh, Wednesday Wednesday morning, up the Apple site will go down for like seven hours. They're the only company in the world that can afford to shut their whole entire store down for half a day before an event. <laughs> At this point, I have to feel like it's purposely of a marketing tactic of course because nobody else nobody. has this. No one. Imagine like, Amazon I, had to shut its store down every time they had a new product. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> even if you're going to do a major launch, like all of that is at pointing somewhere else. And then you just like, you update the thing to point to the news site. And it just, everybody, as soon as your cache refreshes, there you go. I just, yeah, the, the idea it's that a, it comes down is so hilarious. It's, a, it's so it's like 1999. To, it's so. Yeah. <laughs> It's a great way to build excitement, but I wonder, like, do you do they lose out on all those sales, or they just like they make them up immediately when the store goes back on? Because it's it's down for hours on end. It's not like ten minutes. Yeah, there's nobody who goes to an, the Apple site to buy something and goes like, oh, it says it's down for now. Never gonna buy it. I'm <laughs> right, not, I can't it. wait two hours. Forget <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah, they don't lose any sales. <laughs> not to mention that all the all these people who just buy things at retail. Uh, anything else that we could see? We're not, we're not going to see a folding phone, are we? Nah, uh, not this year. No, no. my money is Probably on never. Yeah, my money is on never. Jason also, Jason might be right. He might be right. Every every year we hear that it's two years out, and it's been that way forever. And I don't think it solves any problem that Apple feels like they need to solve. I think they would much rather you keep your phone in your pocket and wear an AR headset. Yeah. When we're, when we're if we're talking about 2025 and beyond, right? To me, it's almost like the netbook trend. Yeah, back when there were netbooks and Apple, people were like, "Where's Apple's netbook?" And then Apple never came out with one, and then the trend kind of came and went. Yep, I reviewed all of them. I worked at PC World at the time, and I was in charge of laptop reviews, and I reviewed so many six to eight inch, five hundred dollar ish garbage laptops that were so bad uh so good good on apple not jumping on that trend yeah they have a different trend now in in cheap notebooks it, that's still a place they don't play that is very popular and very good is there's right. there are plenty of 500 hundred dollar notebooks out there they have full you know 11 13 inch screens trying to think of a other possible products that that could well, the, be revealed. The, the Macs and the iPads, it's pretty much guaranteed to be in October. Apple already said they're delaying iPad OS 16 till then. Um, there's a bunch of rumors, a bunch of couple of N2 Macs, um, the 10th gen iPad, iPad Pro. So that's all October. Mm-hmm. All that's left is what we talked about, and maybe services, something with services. I mean, yeah, you can never tell. Yeah, there's no supply chain to yeah. leak. So they can do whatever with services at any time. Yeah, th- there's no rumors of like anything new. Like you know, we got a Fitness Plus uh, a year and a half ago, but you know, maybe an update to music, maybe an update to Apple TV, something like that. I don't know. Um, iCloud storage doesn't start at five gigs free. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be that, that should be invented <laughs> itself. It really should. That's the one more thing. Yeah, That's I the mean, one more thing. 10 gigs free. 10 gigs, 15, <laughs> you know, like anything would be helpful. You know how many times – well, now we're, we're, we're all on – so I bought Apple One family plan. Mm-hmm. Just well, – not just, but I put my parents on it so they would stop calling me and asking why they can't back up their iPad. Because <laughs> I know. 
Yeah. I, I, I used to say to my dad for like two years, like it's like it's a dollar. It's a dollar a month. Like just pay. Like, no, I'm not paying for that. And there's a lot of people who just won't like on general principle, just don't want to pay for storage. They pay for the device and that's it. And yeah, Apple should really give 15 gigs. That 15 would be enough, or five five per devices would be enough too. Whatever. However you want to do Yeah, anything like that. Um, they already kind of fixed one of the problems where if you're doing an update and it wants to back up to the cloud to do the update, it will temporarily give you the extra storage necessary to back up your phone. Yes. But it, not, not anytime you back up, only when you're updating and it's triggering that update process and it's like we need to back up your iPhone to iCloud and to transfer it to the new phone. Which is, I think, not the best way to do it anyways. I, I do the direct phone-to-phone. Like, Apple's upgrade and transfer process is so good now. <laughs> it really is. But but if you have to do that, they will, for that one purpose at that one time, grant you the extra, like, 10 gigs you need to back up your phone. Well, that does it for this episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 806. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. Thanks to Michael Simon. Thank you, sir. And thanks to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe to the Macworld Podcast and the podcast app on Spotify, on Amazon Music, or through any other podcast app. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com or contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest in the world of Apple. See you next time. 